0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to PB in Style. This is the number one podcast for think ups, startups, and scale ups who want to use authentic marketing to attract, engage, and convert the right. People on today's show, I have with me Miss Z Scott, and she is known as the SEO Queen. Now, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that I did a podcast recently about SEO, the behind the scenes, where I gave some information about SEO did a little research on my own to find out some things. And so I shared what I found with you guys, but that is nothing compared to the conversation I'm having today with Miss Scott. She's going to share with us some of her pearls of wisdom on the topic of SEO and help us rank better with our content. So if that's something that you have been struggling with, or you want to know more about, keep listening. Okay. All right, Z, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I'm so, so, so excited to have you because this question of seo is a big one for a lot of small business owners a lot of people who are thinking about starting a business and then those people who are trying to scale their business as you know in the middle of this COVID 19 thing we've got a lot of people who relied on that in-person networking to build their businesses and grow and now they're having to go digital and so this whole idea of SEO is a big one. So I know this is going to be an amazing podcast for people to tune into and get some answers from. So with that being said, absolutely. as much as I'm happy to have you here and want to chat with you about all things personal, we need to get down into this SEO, honey. So first and foremost, what I want to know from you is what is SEO? I'm so glad
1: you asked that question. SEO stands for Search Engine Optimization. And simply put, it's the way you get your content to show up in search engines. When people go to Google, Yahoo, Bing, DuckDuckGo, AltaVista, and other search engines, Amazon, Facebook, Instagram, you want to be able to come up in the first results within those search engines. And search engines is just simply optimizing your content for maximum visibility.
0: It's so important, especially now that these people are having to go digital, because that means the, the the best and most optimal way for them to get in front of those people that they're trying to get in front of, i.e. their customer base and the ones they used to be able to talk to in person, is to uh, really show up on that uh search engine when people are typing in the how to's and where do i find and what is type things mm-hmm. so in saying that tell us what all it entails like what should we be thinking about well before we get to that let's talk about some of the common mistakes that people have with seo because well,
1: the really mistake that people have with their seo is number one they don't hire the seo queen number
0: one number <laughs> That's two. <the> first problem <laughs>
1: Oh, where you got, did you sorry, go wrong where did i go Plus, wrong i did the seo thing. queen that that's what Famous, happened
0: that is on. that's why i failed that, that is. is why it didn't work for me i didn't hire the seo queen girl hang on when this interview is over because i might be needing you too <laughs> <laughs> so so
1: in in my years I, I built my first website in 1996 google came around around came along around 2000 2001 started to be more popular you know, search engine optimization back in the ages of Yahoo. It was keyword stuffing that basically did it. But now with all this time that has passed, you know, 20 years of software engineers, you know, integrating artificial intelligence into the Google algorithms, integrating mobile first, integrating the Hummingbird algorithm, which allowed for synonyms to to be recognized uh, efficiently and effectively by the algorithms you have, um, uh, a situation where there's things that you have to do so that the algorithm works in your favor.
0: Mm-hmm. Those
1: things are, you know, having good content. I think, you know, if you take a look at Amazon's homepage, uh, you'll see that it's not blank. It's not sparse. There's a lot of content. And for the average business owner, um, Amazon is their biggest competitor. Whether you're selling uh, soil or instruments, clothing, books, music, whatever the case may be, Amazon is the biggest kid on the block. So when you look at their website, um, I, I tend to look at that as a, as a gold standard with mm-hmm. SEO. Mm-hmm. And what you want is, you want rich content on your site. You want to integrate multimedia you want to have video you want to have you know your title tags you want to use you know lots of description you want to use you know integrate people's reviews uh you want to do that type of thing now for a business owner who is a solopreneur or a business that hasn't broken the quarter of a million dollars in revenue um it's important to to just have a good foundation. Know how your ideal prospects are looking for you.
0: And That's, Go ahead. I'm
1: sorry. Yeah. This, this is more than just you understanding your industry speak for, for what you do. Like SEO for instance is known as digital marketing. It's known mm-hmm. as Google SEO, WordPress SEO. I mean there's a ton of different ways that people are looking for search engine optimization. And, you know, I've actually, uh, in the course of doing keyword research for clients, myself and and other businesses over the years, I've I've worked with, consulted thousands, worked with officially hundreds. Uh, I'm probably getting close, working on 400 clients over over my career now, getting close to that. And what I have found is critical to really understand the keywords and to track the changes in how people search for your products. Because there's over 2 trillion searches happening on Google alone. That doesn't include DuckDuckGo, that doesn't include Bing, that doesn't include other search engines. And so what you have is a tremendous opportunity. I don't know how many people can wrap their minds around 2 trillion searches, but even like a half a percent of that traffic is huge. Huge and can drive a ton of revenue. So it's important for you to target strategically the people who are searching for you online. It's so important.
0: And keyword research is the first step. I love that, and um, I kind of want you. Do, I wrote all of this, <laughs> wrote all this stuff down. So we're going to have to go back through them so people understand what you're, what you mean by these some of these things. But before I do that, I think I want to point out the fact that you have you've told us that there has to be some a foundational aspect to this entire thing so for one you got to be clear correct me if i'm wrong you need to be clear on what it is you're bringing to the table the value that you have because that really determines who wants it like you got to figure out how uh how like you said how people are looking for this information so you got to yes. know that they're looking for your information in the first place so you right. have to be very clear on what you're bringing to the table yeah that's the, that's the first thing and then you need to know um and you mentioned this keyword search tell us how important that is to this process because i think it's like another one of those pivotal like foundational things that people need it to is. really drive home let's, let's talk about that, that for cool. a little bit Yeah. Let's talk about those, those keywords and why they're so important. And you mentioned, um, like title tags and things like that. And, and talk about how those keywords work and where we should be putting them to optimize our SEO.
1: Okay. So this, this is a great question. And this is definitely my jam. So, um, when you talk about keywords, you want to make sure that you have keywords in your content. Good rule of thumb is you don't want to use your target keywords more than, uh, three to five times per 300 words. So depending on how dense your content is, you're, if, you're, if it's 300, 500 or 900 words on the page, you wanna make sure that you don't exceed three to nine times your, a specific target keyword. Now, if you have multiple keywords that are similar, um, you, it goes the same way. So. Um, Another thing you want to do is when you are targeting your keywords, you want to look at your keywords you know as two word phrases and if you can get longer tailed phrases in that, if you can include those longer tailed phrases that contain the smaller the two word phrases, that's really ideal. One thing that people are doing online right now is looking for answers to questions. You could be selling you know uh, disinfectant, or um, some type of tool, and people are going to look up how to use that tool, how to wear that, t- wear that dress, or you know, just different questions that people ask. If your content answers those questions, plus uses the keywords in the content, that's good. Now, on the coding side, now this is a side where uh, this is in the HTML of, of the page. Mm-hmm. You have your, your meta title, your meta description. And your domain name. Now, these three items are seen when people are deciding whether or not to click on your page within Google uh, search engine results pages. They're called SERPs. SERPs results utilize the URL, the meta title, and the meta description. So it's important that it's grammatically correct and that it's aesthetically pleasing with a call to action to entice people to come to your site. So no matter where you come up in the results, you can at least stand out that way. Now, oh, as, go ahead, go ahead. So as your your website continues to go up in the search engine results, you can um, expect more and more traffic. If you're middle of the fold, you can expect about eleven percent of the traffic uh, coming to that page. But if you're number one, if you're uh, Google page one, result one, you can expect. Uh, 33% so for every thousand searches if you're number one you can expect 333 clicks to your site and if your site is converting at 5% um, that's a, a pretty decent amount of sales so absolutely, yeah absolutely so it's important to have your keywords in your beginning of your meta title the beginning of your meta description um, to integrate that keyword into your URL and your content now I mentioned your 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 uh, uh, H1 tags, H2 tags, H3 tags. It's important to utilize your target key phrase in your ta- the, the heading tags. They're called heading tags. Mm-hmm. Um, Want to use the right word?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if you are working with a website designer. If you're working with an SEO consultant, they should be able to guide you in that direction. I've also written a book, Forty Steps to Google Page One. It's only ten bucks. You can get that off of my website. Just we'll put a link to that in the show notes so
0: that people can get that.
1: Right. Absolutely. And I, I. literally like go through like how to optimize a website along and I have a book too that I've written about this extensively SEO training 2017 search engine optimization and marketing for small business long title but
0: a lot of information it sounds like listen I (laughs) yeah what what I want to what I want I mean you just packed so much into that and so I kind of want to break it down so that people like me can understand it. And I understand a little bit of what you said because I've been going through it. But the one thing I want people to know, from my experience, your website, if you're not working with an SEO person because it's not in your budget, okay? And so you may have put together your own website and you're just trying to fake it until you make it what i can say to you is there are opportunities on some of these platforms that you can build out yourself like wix and wordpress where you mm-hmm. can you can pl- use a plugin that'll sort of um, makes it a little, a little bit easier to gu- yeah. yeah it guides you, and so when what I, the a practical application I think to what Z is saying is, and I can speak to this because I do this on a weekly basis, so this little bit I know. So this is the extent of it, guys. This is all andrea has got for you. But what I will say is, when I create my podcast each week, I always my website is a little bit more robust than than maybe the average person who is just starting their business. But when I do my podcast every week, there's always a keyword, like you mentioned, um, that I start with. I make sure, like you said, that that keyword is in the title of my podcast. I make sure that I didn't know the information about the three times, three to five times per 300. But what I did know is that on my website, when I write my uh, show notes, um on the side when i hit save and i and i type in all the seo stuff on the side it'll say poor it'll say fair it'll say good it'll say good and i love now, it Are you it, using a, are you on a wordpress site it's rainmaker so it is it's the robust build out oh, okay. of, all right. of, of a word
1: that sounds like uh the yoast plugin i use uh i do a lot of wordpress development i've developed websites in a ton of different platforms but me too okay. yeah
0: yeah, the Yoast SEO plugin, it has the same framework. So good. Can- so that's a good resource to use. But when if you if you if you become a little bit more intentional, is a point I'm trying to make to everybody or to people listening, is that when you're more intentional, if you can use what Z is saying very easily by just saying, okay, starting with this keyword, first researching the keyword, starting with that, and then using that in your your title putting in the body of your content. Just make it a habit, put it in the body of your content, put it in the descriptions when you use it, when you're sharing it on social media, make sure it's one of your hashtag words that you use. It's it's that is? it could be as simple as picking your keyword and then just throwing it everywhere. But like you said, not overdoing it based on the number of words you use within your content. But if you just start with that mentality, like make it a practice of before I write my content, what's my keyword gonna be? All right. How can I incorporate it in the title based on what this content is about? How can I drop it in this content three to five times? How right. can I use what? How can I uh, what hashtag go with this particular keyword? So right. it's a matter of wrapping your mind around that concept before you even get started. And that's just one thing, guys. Lord, we got so much more to go. <laughs> Z is telling us about the SEO, but we we've been stuck for fifteen minutes on keywords, guys. See why this is. important for us to like really hone in on what you're saying i love it i want to get to another question though because we could be on metadata and, and keywords well we didn't hit metadata tell me about well you did hit a little bit when you talked about the descriptions and the titles and right all of that so that that's that really did cover um metadata but so i guess the some of the common mistakes are just going to be the fact that people aren't tapping into that those simple things like just well, a there's another
1: common mistake that people do besides, you know, not knowing their keywords mm-hmm. is not taking advantage of all the free tools that are available to them as a business owner. So um, Bing has a Webmaster Tools. Google has a Webmaster Tools. Um, you want to make sure you're on Google My Business, whether you have a physical location or not. Um, you want to make sure that you are claiming all of your social media and filling out all the profiles to the fullest and providing a link to uh, your site within the descriptions of your social media pages. And on Pinterest, you definitely want to pin your entire website to uh, your Pinterest profile. And because, you know, Google's algorithm actually counts Pinterest twice as a social network and as a source
0: of backlinks? I, listen, I have been telling people for I don't know how long they better get with that Pinterest game because Mm -hmm. when I'm coaching people, um, just helping them with their marketing strategies, I really try to make sure they get involved on a platform that is a search engine itself. And I think people count Pinterest out as a search engine i don't know how they are doing that. i think they think it's just a bunch of women pinning I, think I think i think they, they do pinterest. too but they guys stop mm. sleeping on the pinterest because pinterest right. is a search engine people right. are going on pinterest daily asking the how to's where do i right. find what right. is uh-huh. people those are when you have a platform that answers those types of questions it is a search engine guys youtube search engine like Mm. Almost I mean it's like one of my like it's my favorite because you know you go on there you can change a tire. How do you change a tire? Just Google it, just put it on YouTube and they'll show you a video. So we cannot sleep on these search engines. Pinterest. Yeah, but
1: you mentioned another search engine, YouTube. Um Love it. So, so let me transition to another piece. So YouTube is not only a a video platform, but it is a social network. Yes. It is a social network. So having your company presence on YouTube is very, very important. And it's a great way to get on Google page one. If you optimize your video, and you there's less competition on videos, less and less people are, are doing videos and websites, but people, your target consumers, for videos over written content so, so you definitely want to create those videos and post them on YouTube have the keyword in the file name have it in the title and the description and also include your social media links and your website links and you know a brief paragraph about what is going on for maximum visibility of your video you YouTube that.
0: makes it so well I don't want to say so easy but like a wordpress or a wix or someone who sort of prompts you to do certain things youtube i think does a fantastic job of that because they give you the up like obviously we just talked about your title but they also give you the box for your description and then they give you the box for your tags absolutely and so absolutely they make it if you're being intentional guys that's the thing though because i think like we said earlier people get on pinterest thinking that's just where i'm gonna go find out what to wear to this brunch <laughs> real quick Um, But and people get on YouTube because they want to learn a recipe or they, you know, they want to watch a makeup video. Mm -hmm. But if you are if you pay attention to those makeup videos and you start looking at the descriptions and you start looking at the titles and you start looking at the 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 thumbnail and you start really being intentional about and paying attention to why these people are the influencers they are on these platforms you see the pattern and you 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 begin to use them so look i said like i said before i am not the queen of seo that is your territory honey i'm giving it all to you but the (laughs) little bit that i do know is from the observation of these platforms and the people on them and the people that i follow and so you know Please, guys. I hope you're writing this down. Like, just if nothing else, pick a keyword, put it in your title, put it in your content three times. Make it, put it in the image that you use for that thing. That that piece right, of Right, right, right. You know, if, if at the very least do that. But you know, if you're gonna go be above and beyond, get on these search engine, these search engine platforms.
1: Right. So you know, the next thing I wanted to encourage people to do. Is you know just like a carpenter or a contractor wouldn't go to build a house with their bare hands, they would bring a bunch of tools. Uh, SEO is the same way. Um, you want to use you know your word counter tools. There's no reason for you to have writer's block with uh, spin text or article rewriting tools. And I actually have over 40 tools on my website that are available. Some are free, some are not. You can check it out at www.theSEOqueen.net uh, slash SEO tools. So, I'll put it in the show notes. Yes, I'll put that in the show notes too. So, I mean, th- this is this is a, the reason why people hire a professional to do SEO is because it's, it's a whole discipline in and of itself, which requires its own set of tools and strategies. And you know, as a, as a business owner myself, you know, I could tell you, you know, I have, you know, two, two developers. well, I'd say two and a half developers on my team. And then I have, you know, uh, administrative support, my executive assistant and, and, and different people that I'm working with, my multimedia director and my publicist. And, you know, I find that, you know, when I'm, having to communicate the vision for, you know, a given project that takes away time for me, you know, either working on my business or working on a client's project. So, you know, you, you, can't, you can go fast alone, but you can go far with the team. And so I'm, I'm really having to level up. Like today I had a conversation with one of my developers about, you know, just our processes and how we're working together. And it's just so important to have a team. If you, if your strengths are not, you know, um, doing website design and SEO, connect with an expert because what you'll find is gonna free your your time up, and you're gonna be able to drive revenue in another area. So, you know, I can literally, you know, build websites, build apps, and do everything else, but I don't do it all
0: myself. You said something earlier that I want to, very key to what the, the everything is uh, very key to what you just said. Um, and I'm doing a, a, one of my lead magnets is about building an authentic blueprint for your business that you can package up and it makes sharing your brand identity so much easier so that you don't have to worry about, um, not having your vision met or being people being able to execute your vision. Um, and, um, that's kind of what I believe, um, the value of developing a personal brand and then knowing how you want to leverage it is to having a business. And that's why we have PB in style. Right. Um, But to your point about building out a team, um, I don't remember whether this was an article or I was watching a podcast or I was listening to a uh, watching listen to a podcast or watching a video, but they said, they made the point that if you are not a level eight or higher in a particular area, then you need to delegate that task to someone else who is a level eight or higher. Because that means if you're trying to figure those things out, you're not operating in your zone of genius. And what you just said was, to that point, if you're not good at SEO. Now, I want to just, you know, preface this by saying everyone doesn't have a budget, but I think everyone can, we can, we can find money when we want to do something bad enough. We we can Mm -hmm. figure out how to get the job done. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm guilty of this as well. I don't have a team and I'm in the process of building one out and it's scary. I will admit to that it's scary because when it's just yourself, you know, if you don't make a lot of money that month then, you know, you don't have to worry about paying someone. And so it's a scary it's a scary thing, but if you don't do it, then you aren't operating in your zone of genius and you're hindering your ability to scale up as you right. as you said and and I think that um, you know, if we aren't able to use these SEO tips that you're giving us ourselves, it, it would behoove us to find someone who can help us, who can help us do it. Because right. if, you're not, if you're not showing up um, in those search engines and you're not in a place where you can make, what did you say, 11% or, you know, close to 33%, um, it's quite possible you're spinning your wheels and you're not really being effective in what it is you're, you are doing. I can attest to that too i mean it's just it's hard out here for these entrepreneur pimps it's hard <laughs> well the the thing that i'm finding is that a lot of people
1: take a one channel approach to their marketing and that's not good because if if you rely 100 on facebook facebook change the rules you say something you go to facebook jail Uh, Your ex doesn't like you starts flagging all your posts. You can go. I mean, it basically can't Facebook is one of those things that you
0: cannot expect it to be there all the time because it's not And you can't expect it to work for you. If you're not paying because Facebook has really made a pay to play situation. Pretty much the standard if you want to get in front of your target audience. In an, in, 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 in an optimal way. Now, obviously, yeah, you can still do organic um, stuff on Facebook, but it's just so much harder. It takes so much longer. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, a few years ago, um, I think I did an organic campaign that garnered like over 10,000 views and engagements and, and stuff like that, but a lot of the tools that I use to, to do that, I've gone to Facebook jail using them now. So... Um, they're getting these platforms are getting more and more sophisticated. This is why it's important for you to be clear about your brand, be clear about the path to buying, spend some time, you know, really making sure that when you sell whatever you're selling, that you know how it goes from considering to purchase to satisfied customer. Be clear about that and constantly improve the process and then scale by marketing it out. You know, I, I like an omni approach to marketing. Um, I encourage my clients um, who have the bandwidth and the resources to, to be everywhere that they can. Um, my link building is more than just, you know, directory listings. I have publicists who have been getting our clients into CNC, CNBC, uh, Black Enterprise, Essence, Ebony, you know, just national publications. and so when you talk about search engine optimization and marketing and stuff like that it's important to 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 10x it to to be to think as big as possible so that you can get the maximum uh, visibility i was telling my CTO the other day i decided to be an entrepreneur because i couldn't afford being ordinary i had to uh step into the ownership and leadership role because no one was having my best interests at heart, nobody but me. And, you know, what I wish I had working for other people, I'm creating that culture within my company. Um, people in my company have, you know, like a, a code of ethics. Um, we welcome all all um, people, religions, faiths, sexual orientation, we, you know, we just want people to win, you know, the the online space is an incredible space that allows anybody with a message to get out to their target demographic. And that's what we're doing. We're connecting people with people mm-hmm. online. That's all SEO is doing. And, yeah. and learning
0: those algorithms and, 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 and working those algorithms is key. You said something. You keep talking, and I'm listening. And I want you. I need to rec- I need to just say this. I'm so proud of myself because usually I just talk, 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 and I listen to these podcast. I listen to the podcast afterwards. And I'm like, gosh, Andre, you need to be quiet. Stop talking so much. But I'm listening to you, and I don't. I don't want to talk. I want you to just keep talking. But I have to pull some stuff out because you said a lot of stuff in there. Number one, you talked about link building, so I want to come back to that. But before we do, I want to just emphasize the point you made about the idea of of the building of a culture building of a brand culture and it's so it is a part okay I believe that your business is an extension of you whether it is an extension of a direct experience or whether it is an extension of an influence you had or whether it's a, an extension of a problem that you faced and you wanna, you found a solution and you wanna solve that f- solution for someone else. Mm-hmm. But I believe it's an extension of you. Right. And I believe that in developing a personal brand, um, it really goes to the point that you just made because in order to make that brand identity replicable and, and, and to build a culture out, so that you are uh, you are cultivating this this entity of people who understand your vision they relate to your vision and they are accepting of it and can and can give that out on their own without you having to be there to direct them that is the value of a personal brand and i think it also pulls in the importance Of having that in order to create the SEO process that you just mentioned and optimizing that because right right right, because you have (laughs) your little son was on there still cute Um, because you have to be clear about what you're what you're trying to do to even determine what words to use for your keywords to know how you want to connect and who you want to collaborate with and things of that nature so i i just feel like you packed in such a big punch in in what you were just saying okay that's that on that but now i want you to talk to us about link building and how that relates to seo
1: Well, I'm fussing at my son on mute, but I've unmuted <laughs> myself so I can talk about link building. So link building for me is important. And, you know, there's some SEOs that say that um, the meta keywords uh, space is dead, but meta keywords is important when you, when you uh, talk about anchor text. Now, anchor text is just the the text that another website uses to link to your site. So if you are on, you know, the Wall Street Journal and they highlight your company name and when you click that, your company name, it goes to your website, that's a backlink and your company name is the anchor text. So you want um, your backlink profile to be as fabulous as possible. You want it to have a third generic, a third brand and then a third Your target uh keywords that's a nice natural looking um backlink profile now if you go on majesticseo.com and look at amazon.com's backlink profile what you'll see is that they have either i think an 80 90 something uh trust flow and citation flow and so that is like you know a trillion dollar company in their visibility but what you'll see is you'll see their anchor text profile. You'll see a bunch of other stuff. So if you go to that tool and you put your your .com in there, what you'll see is that you're probably around, um, if you haven't done anything, you're probably around zero. If you have 10, 20 maybe, but um, those are the type of metrics that um, I monitor, my team monitors when building out uh, a link building campaign and trust flow goes up when you are getting links from high quality, high traffic websites. So if you were to go after, you know, coverage on like the Grio or blackenterprise.com, blacknews.com, blackbusiness.com, if you're going out for links in places like that, that can help to elevate uh, your business. Um, one tool that is really good for um, connecting with bloggers and journalists um, is helpareporter.com.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't know if you, you sound like you, you've heard of it. Okay. So that, that's a great platform to, to go on for link building. Um, another thing besides, you know, going on there and making sure your social media has its links, making sure that you utilize your target URLs and your video descriptions is uh, we talked about Pinterest. Um, another thing is, do you have any friends that have businesses and can you get a link from their blog? So you really want to, I mean, I had a client the other day and, you know, we started working on their campaign and just in a few minutes, I was like, well, you own this website and this website and this website, why don't you link to this website through you know, just link to your own sites. And they were like, oh,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: so it's, it's like, this. these are the low-hanging fruit. And, you know, as Black business owners,
0: it's important for us to utilize and leverage our networks. And one of the great ways to do that, I do that myself, and I do that using my content, this podcast specifically. I go after I should have to go after, but I do solicit um, businesses, quality business owners. Uh, you've been through the process. you know that I, I have like an application and i and I fill it out and I go through and I vet people because of these not not entirely because of the backlinking situation, but when I do my podcast and I send that link over. There are people from years ago that I did interviews with that are still using those links in their content to link back to that podcast interview. And that brings it right back over to my website and it's, it, they're, they're putting it in their stuff. And so you can think as simply as that, if even, because if you have a blog post and you interviewed someone for your blog post. You're gonna give them the link and say, "Here's the link. This is the interview I did with you." They're gonna share it. They're gonna share it with people. They're gonna they're gonna talk about it in their blog post and link back to that blog post or some for more on this. Here's you know, go listen to this podcast or read this blog post that I did over here. That is like that cross pollination of SEO right. that is very helpful and even at the bare minimum, the very very. The very foundation of what you're talking about the, the simplest of forms you can do that if you're a blogger find people like you said that have businesses interview them you know give them the link and say hey make sure you reference this a couple times you know throughout the year you know once a quarter would be great hook assist up you right. know something right, right. like that but you know it's, it's it could be as simple as that it doesn't have to be as complicated as you know because when you start talking about uh black enterprise and i was like oh lord you know how am i how am i gonna you know there are gonna be people who want to get on black enterprise and you know they're small fish right now you know so they're gonna be intimidated by that but it doesn't have to be that big it can be my girlfriend owns a boutique over there on fifth on fifth street you know downtown and i'm gonna go in there and do a review and i'm gonna let her have it and she can share it on her social media she can put it on her website and link back to me right right. it could be that simple Right. Exactly.
1: You know, uh, I remember reading about Issa Rae and when she started Awkward Black Girl, which became the predecessor to Insecure at HBO. And she was talking about how she made Awkward Black Girl happen. And she said, you know, all my friends who were trying to make it, we all like bartered and you know we work together on people on each other's content and that's how she was able to create the series and the same thing as a business owner you have other business owners. For
0: and if you don't you better get you some that's what networking is for right it's, it's too easy networking right now on instagram to so hashtag working. and find the blogger or to go <laughs> you know it's, it's just too easy to get out there and get in some of the right. facebook groups and talk to people and say hey i'm looking for people to interview what you think you want to join
1: it could be that simple. Exactly. So, you know, utilize and leverage your network. Like, I mean, even today, I got a phone call from a business owner friend of mine in New York.
0: Love you New York. Love that New York. You.
1: And, dah, 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 dah. and, you know, I can't tell you how many business owners I have as friends that I've, you know, kept in contact over the years that I support. And you know, I interview a lot of my um, colleagues from MIT, where I went to school, and people I've worked with on the Jazz and Tech Lounge, and I definitely um, leverage leverage that as a networking tool and mm-hmm. promote, you know, business owners because that's what I do. I'm 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 all about you know promoting businesses and you know, network promote each other so you can you know get higher on the search
0: results. Exactly, I love it. I, I mean, that's that's really great, great advice, because I think we think it's so much bigger. And so it's such a scary animal to tackle, you know, and it doesn't have to be, cause we all know somebody, we, even if they're just starting out, we all know someone, right. you know, even if they have a little Wix website that still has the ads on it from Wix, cause they're doing the free <laughs> version it's still a website. You can still interview them. You can still have them put it on their website. Right. You can still, um, share their stuff on Instagram and share their stuff on wherever Facebook and just link. It's the link back that kind of it, it exponentially grows the exposure for your business. And it gets you in front of people that you may not have been in front of on a normal basis because you just, what? you didn't know. So you're right. I love the idea of utilizing the people you have in your network to, to help you grow. And SEO can be that simple. It could be a lot more difficult as we've just heard yeah, in I mean, this conversation, okay. but just starting. So for
1: all of those who own clothing lines or a hair product line, or they're doing promotional products or art, it's really important that you, you know, utilize uh, the advice that I've given you about knowing your keywords, integrating that into your content, integrating that into your URLs and the like. But I wanted to also say, I don't want... know everything to be a big pitch but i've worked super hard on developing a lot of free tools and platforms available to business owners because i really feel passionate about business owners winning so i have a mastermind group on facebook it's called the seo queen mastermind group um there's a link to it on the seo queen.net so if you just go to the seo queen.net you should be able to click through and go straight there um you join the group uh you can post a question that you have and you know when i'm available um you can you know hop in there and and i'll you know respond every now and then i'll do a ask me anything uh facebook live when i as my schedule permits (laughs) and then uh i have uh, 101 ways to improve your marketing and sales that's free and then i have my ebooks i have another ebook that's going to be coming out soon Um, But the ebook that you can buy for $10 is called uh, 40 Steps to Google Page One. So I have the book on Amazon, SEO Training 2017, Search Engine Optimization and Marketing for Small Businesses. So I have all these resources plus my blog. If you go on my blog, there's a lot of free advice there. There's free SEO tools. I mean, there's really no matter what your budget is, if it's zero or, you know, 15 grand a month, thousand a month, 500, I got you. So, you know, one thing I learned at the Sloan School of Business is, uh, is market segmentation. So I'm all for, if, if you just starting out, a hundred thousand, quarter a million, million dollar business, I got
0: a service for you. <laughs> I've got something for you and for you and for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you real quick before I let you go, because we, I want to sort of touch on something that I think you know everyone's using pretty much now and i want you to sort of share with us how it falls into the seo framework and that and those are hashtags how do they fall into seo situations if at all because you know everybody's using them i mean i was helping a friend out doing some things on facebook and Uh um she was just adamant you know make sure you put your hashtag make sure you put your hashtag on there put your hashtag and I was like okay (laughs) okay well just the out the way the algorithm on Facebook works I'm not quite sure that uh you know the hashtag is going to be the best possible option to to showcase your your information on Facebook anyway um, and then I know for Instagram, you know, you use the hashtags, but if everybody else is using that hashtag, you're going. I mean, you, it's it's a wrap if you end up down at the bottom of the totem pole because people aren't going to keep scrolling down to find you if they don't know you there. Right. So tell us tell us how um, how hashtags fare in this SEO world.
1: Well, hashtags are important. If you go on my about page on uh, the SEOqueen.net, um, you'll see that I have a uh, widget with um, my hashtag, um, Z the Queen, And then you can also follow me at hashtag the SEOqueen, which I trademarked the SEOqueen, that's my trademark. Um, and what you'll see is I have, anytime I use that hashtag Z, hashtag Z the Queen. That content propagates to my website. And so, what that does for your SEO is that as your content is constantly being refreshed, that gives an incentive to Google to, to keep on crawling your site. Now, when you talk about using uh, hashtags for SEO on social networks like Instagram and Facebook, it's important for, for you to really use the tools that are available. Um, if you don't want to use a tool, you know. Just do you know, organic research. If you go on Instagram and you put in a hashtag, you can see how many people are using that hashtag. So what you don't want to do is post to a hashtag that has over a million posts to it. Because what you'll find is the content that you post will get lost in the sauce, because people are constantly posting to it. So think about it as like a rushing river. So if you have millions of people posting on a hashtag, that's moving super fast. But you want something a little that's moving, but you know, kind of gentle. So you don't want to do, you know, less than ten thousand hashtags. But you don't want to do so. You want to do, you know, ten to, you know, let's say five hundred thousand in that range, mm-hmm. and just kind of, you know, test it out. But um, when you're posting content on Instagram and Facebook. The other thing that's key is the timing. Yes. Now, if you have connected your Instagram profile to your Facebook business page, you'll have stats and you can see when your audience, your followers are on Instagram at the most and, you'll, and you should post at those times and you should be consistent and post at those times. Now I'm saying this and I know I'm kind of bad at that, because I have (laughs) so much going on, but when I'm managing client client campaigns, that's what we do. But um, Buffer just gave out uh, free for life um, accounts to Black-owned businesses that are amplifying and supporting Black voices. So I have a free Buffer account now. And so I'm I'm able to schedule my content that way. Mm -hmm. So there's tools out there, Um, I think, if you want to connect with me, that would be great. I would love to chat with you. Um, but you know, when it comes to hashtags, you got you got to do your research. And you know, once you
0: have nailed down your keywords, it's easier for you to identify what your hashtag should be. Mm-hmm. But before I let you go, I have one last question. I love asking everybody, and that is the question: What or how would you define? personal branding and I always put the ing on the end make sure everybody gets it because people get confused about a brand and that's not what I'm talking about I want to know what your definition or how you would define personal branding
1: That's a good question Um, I would say To me the pinnacle of a personal brand is when you can put your name into Google and people are searching for you. To me, that's like the first step. Um, to get there though, requires you to be clear about your value proposition and who or what you are. For me, my personal brand is evolving. And um, I've been super focused on my company brand, but I have noticed that my personal brand has been growing along with it. Um, I think it's important to me, personal branding is really critical. I think, you know, we live in a society now where being super personal on social media is not it's it's called being authentic, but at the same time, I don't advise it. In
0: other words, pick and choose
1: what you do share. That,
0: I, see, there you go. That I was getting ready to say because you can be authentic, but being authentic means knowing. I call it uh, managing the volume of your personality. That's what I call it. Right. That's an excellent way to put it. That's an excellent way to put it. I want to say thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. I think that you have provided such incredible value. And with SEO, it's you've opened the eyes to, of many and given them some hope because I think it is a big, scary monster that they've heard people talk about forever. But I think some of the tips you've given us are are. Are easier, more digestible, and, and people be able to use them to do better SEO in their business. So, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. And uh, we will touch base. Yes, ma'am. We'll touch base on the back end so that yeah, you, uh, you can get it inside my group. Again, thank you for being here. Guys, listen, if you are struggling with building that foundation for your business, and you do not know how to create that brand identity that Z was talking about so that you can tag, type, tap, tap into those keywords and know which ones are going to be right for you. Then you may consider Authentic Marketing Blueprint. It's a free mini video course that I have for you. All of Z's information that we talked about today is going to be in our show notes. I want you to also think about considering joining my Facebook group, the BTB boss talk that's where we're having those conversations as bosses and we're talking to people like z inside the group to get more and more information on how to make our businesses grow again you are listening to pb and style this is the number one podcast for think ups startups and scale ups who want to use authentic marketing to attract engage and convert the right people come back We'll be here next
1: week. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AFPatrickConsult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AFPatrick, and Instagram at AFPatrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.